You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. That's it. You're madder than a junkyard dog, and you're not going to take it anymore. Your feathers are ruffled, your dander's up, and you've got a definite bone to pick. Welcome to Pet Peeves, the show that lets you dig through the dirt and unleash your passion for pets. Why let sleeping dogs lie when you can take the bull by the horns and let the fur fly? So get your claws out and get ready to rattle some cages on Pet Peeves with your host, pet expert, and award-winning author, Amy Shoja. Hey there, and welcome to Pet Peeves on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Amy Shujai, and I'm a certified animal behavior consultant. But what exactly does that mean? Now that brings me to my rant of the week. In the best of all possible worlds, our animal friends bring nothing but joy. Dogs play fetch, get along with the other fur kids, and never raid the trash. Cats snuggle in our laps never miss the potty or claw the furniture. They're born knowing how to walk nicely on a leash, stay off forbidden countertops, and never bite great Aunt Susie. Ha! In reality, pet-loving owners can have some unrealistic expectations. Few of us speak dog or understand felonese, at least not without practice, and people can easily misunderstand normal pet behaviors. They may actually encourage bad antics without even knowing any better. So what do you do? Too often, these socially inept cats and dogs, and sometimes owners, mean that the pet ends up in a shelter. Yet there is help available that can literally save your pet relationship or even the dog and cat's life. To promote that idea... The Keep the Love Alive Behavior Express Tour, sponsored by SEBA Animal Health and the American College of Veterinary Behaviorists, may be coming to a city near you. My guest today will tell us all about this promotion. Dr. Marty Becker, America's veterinarian, is a spokesperson at the September 8, 2012 Dallas event where you'll find free behavior tips, shelter pet adoptions, behavior demos, giveaways, all kinds of fun stuff. Now, for 16 years, Dr. Becker has been the popular veterinary contributor on ABC's Good Morning America. He's also a founding member of the Dr. Oz Show's Core Team Oz and a member of the Dr. Oz Medical Advisory Panel. In April of 2012, the World Small Animal Veterinarian Association named him the Global Companion Animal Veterinarian of the Year. Wow! So come, sit, stay. And we'll be right back with Dr. Marty Becker after these messages. Okay, time to call off the dogs. Pet Peeves will be back with more biting topics right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. Petco, where the pets go. Petco, where the pets go. Pet Life Radio has tail wagging, fur flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of $49 or more. $6 off, up to 40% off, and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco, where the pets go. 
I'm not much of a reader, but I do wish I were more well-read. There are so many great books coming out. I wish I could find a way to keep up. Audible.com makes it easy to stay well-informed and catch up on your reading simply by listening. Audiobooks from Audible turn downtime into uptime. You'll be more productive and become well-read. Now I'm able to catch up on all the great books I've been wanting to read. With Audible, I feel smarter. Pet Life Radio listeners, try Audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership plan free. And get a free audiobook. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to AudibleDeals.com. That's AudibleDeals.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're foaming at the mouth to get back to pet peeves. So here's Amy with some more tail-tying, fur-flying fun. Welcome back to Pet Peeves on Pet Life Radio. And please help me welcome Dr. Marty Becker. His latest book, Your Cat, The Owner's Manual, was published in May of this year, 2012. And its best-selling companion, Your Dog, The Owner's Manual, is now out in paperback. In fact, Marty has written more than 20 books in all. And he's been a contributor to Parade Magazine, Reader's Digest, and AARP.com. Welcome to the show, Dr. Becker. Well, you know what, my friend Amy, we uh, we could almost fill a bookshelf. You've done more than I've done. So <laughs> between us, we can put one shelf on about anybody, any pet owner's uh, library, couldn't we? Well, I think so. And, and uh, a couple of them we did together, which was great fun with the chicken soup books. Oh, I, I love your books, too. And, you know, we're, uh, we're both like-minded. We love pet people in the profession. And I think that's one of the good things about this tour is that it's, you know, sure, it's been it's sponsored corporately. It happens to have great products, you know, uh, away and, and Adaptal. But the, the American College of Veterinary Behaviorists, now that is not easy to get. And I, I think a lot of times people don't realize there's a, over 100 board-certified veterinary dentists in the United States. There's only about 50, give or take a few, might be a few more than that now, uh, board-certified veterinary behaviorists. But, you know, people like myself that, am a, you know, I don't just play a veterinarian on TV. I'm a practicing veterinarian, and I'm a right uh, newspaper column and do media as you do, and I have a great interest in behavior. My daughter's a trainer, but we lean on these veterinary behaviorists uh, professionally ourselves when we have trouble with cases or need uh, you know some specialized expertise. It is out there. Uh, right, and I, and I wanted to ask you also, because I always ask all of my guests before we start anything else, is tell us about your pets first. What pets share your heart and maybe your pillow? Well, well your, your intro was so right on. And I, I think sometimes people think America's veterinarian. Wow, I'd love to just have a, a you know surveillance camera there and just <laughs> everything works at his house. And in, in reality, I'll give you the skinny. First of all, all of our pets, all of our animals, even are thin. Our horses, our dogs, our cats—they're all at their ideal body weight. That I can say with all honesty. And it's not easy when you get everything from barn cats to uh, you know uh, lap pit bull mix. But that's a priority for us is to keep everything thin. So it's a matter of, of how much you feed, how you feed, what you feed. Uh, you know, we do portion control. We use food puzzles and very careful there. For the most part, you know, everybody's got really good dental care. Before the tour on your cat, the owner's manual, my wife does daily oral care on her dogs and has their entire lifetime. And that means she brushes their teeth every day. Once a 
weeks she uses an oral sealant. She uh, gives dental treats. So, you know, she does the whole thing, the CET toothpaste and then the enzyme-impregnated CET. <laughs> but before this last tour, I never did anything for the cats. I mean, they were, they'd never seen a toothbrush. They never, they we're going to never see one. And we discovered some, you know, enzyme-impregnated chews for cats, CET oral hygiene chews. And the cats, I had cats on there that, you know, Amy, you've been doing the media a long time, too. And a lot of times it's like kids and pets. They want to see their kids and their pets on TV. Right. So these producers or these directors would say, okay, you're coming to this city on this tour, and I'm going to bring Sparky in. Oh, she's just so easygoing. She's <laughs> just a love bug. And then we get ready to do the the segment, and I see the carrier over there is just rumbling. It sounds like a falling Cessna in there. And it's moving. <laughs> and I'm, oh, gosh, help me. So we'd spray a little feel away in there. And on set, eight out of ten times I could give them that dental chew, and they would take it uh, and eat it on camera. Made a believer out of me. So now we do daily oral care. So here's the good part. Thin daily oral care for dogs and cats. But I'll tell you what we do wrong. First of all, we let all the, all the dogs lick us in the mouth, which you're not supposed to do. So we let them give us kisses like a <laughs> canine tonsil swab, even though we've seen them excavate <laughs> a petrified gopher out of the ground. and Drink out of the toilet. Drink out of the toilet and come out of the crowd with a green grin, yeah. And as far as the behavior, it's, you know, we, there's supposed to be places they can't get on, like our, our new leather couch. And uh, sure enough, you know, once a day, they're up on the couch uh, where they're not supposed to be. There's one bed in the guest bedroom that's got an heirloom quilt on it. They're not supposed to go in there. Sure enough, they sneak in there. Um, we've got, the worst thing is when somebody, we live in a remote part of North Idaho, and if the doorbell rings or somebody comes in, UPS, FedEx, I call it the 16-pound doorbells because those two dogs come alive, man, and about with about a three-minute warning before they arrive. And so, you know, I gave up trying to do the thing where they bark to alert us, and then they go sit by the door. I just, <laughs> I'm doing an interview. I go, there go the 16-pound doorbells. And yes. <laughs> Same, all in yeah. all, it's really great. I mean, they sleep in bed with us. You know, we, we have the battle of the fur just like everybody else does. But the two important things that you've, you've heard me talk over the years and write about, they are their ideal body weight, and we do do daily oral care. And because of that, they're going to live uh, 30% longer. Yeah, uh, my juvenile delinquent five-year-old German Shepherd is ideal body weight. The 14-year-old cat is as well. I wish I had the ideal body weight that they do. <laughs> That's the problem there. And Marty, I wanted to ask you also, as a veterinarian, because a lot of people, I think, don't really get this, can you actually separate health from behavior? I don't think you can. No, no. You know, and I, I'm just, as soon as you say that, I'm thinking, okay, exam room. Exam room, Becker, what do you do? I was just at a, a very large veterinary conference, a central veterinary conference in Kansas City, and I talked about creating a fear-free practice. And a friend of ours, Dr. Karen Overall, a board-certified veterinary behaviorist. Oh, I love her. I listened to her over two years ago, and she made this comment. Fear is the worst thing a social species can experience, and it causes permanent damage to the brain. In, in that instant, I saw 500 pounds of human holding down a 7 to 10 pound cat. And that, that has happened inside many a veterinary hospital, and it's happened inside many a laundry room at a home to people trying to give cats a pill. And so I saw the, saw the obligation, saw the opportunity to change things. And now you, what you can do is we want it to where it's not only the, not the worst thing that happened this year, it's probably one of the better things that happened this month is to come to the vet. So it's a combination of the carrier's fun furniture. It's a combination of using pheromones, uh, feel the way for the cats or adaptable for the dogs and the carriers. When they come in, it smells like a, 
some stuff about creating a fear-free visit. And, and then you turn the carrier away from, you know, pointing towards the wall, the little food trail, little catnip to encourage it to come out. You know, I could go on and on, but if what you want to do by that, if that cat comes in in a more fear-free way, then the results that you get are going to be more accurate as a veterinarian. So now I'm going to know that's a more authentic heart rate. That's a more authentic temperature. And, uh, you know, now the cat's not so jazzed up that it's buzzing with adrenaline and it no longer expresses any pain when you move the right shoulder. So it's, a, you know, it's better all the way around. And, and I happen, you know, this is America's Veterinarian Talk, and I am exceedingly good in the exam room. Once I leave the exam room, not so good. There's others, thousands of others that are better at me at, at internal medicine, surgery, and everything. But I'm a detective in that exam room, and I know I've got to look past obvious problems to potential problems, and I'm going to dig, dig for these behavior problems. Find out, you know, are there any behaviors that you'd like to improve upon? And we know the common ones that they're facing. What are the common ones? Well, for cats, uh, you know, it, it's not using the litter box. It's destructive clawing. It's inner cat aggression. And, and UC said, I mean, I wish I could, uh, maybe I'm going to have to get a tape of this or uh, go online and listen to this because your intro was perfect about those kind of things. It's, this will be online, so you, I'll send you the URL and you can uh, use it however you want. Oh, it's perfect. You know, and what we do is these, there's so much that happens when we're away that's perfectly normal in the cat world. You know, there's one cat in the human world. We teach every, you know, I got a two and a half year old granddaughter with on this trip. and We tell her, you know, you know, one person, one vote. You're as important as everybody else. And in the cat world, it's not one cat, one vote. There's always a benevolent dictator. That's what you hope for anyway. It's a benevolent dictator, not a, not a abusive dictator. But you know, what would it be like if every time I wanted to go to the bathroom, I thought I was going to get beat up? Exactly. And, and then these ones that, uh, you know, just uh, I met somebody on the tour that she couldn't figure out why her cat was doing all this destructive behavior. And then she finally set up some kind, of, some kind of surveillance thing. A neighborhood cat would come up to her window and back up and pee on the picture window while the inside cat was watching. So her solution, you, you probably never heard this one, Amy. I'd never heard it. She took plastic forks like you'd have at a picnic and took uh, Gorilla duct tape and duct taped a whole row of forks on the outside <laughs> of the window so the cat couldn't back up to the window. That's wonderful. Yeah, have you ever heard of that one? Never heard that one before. That's you great. Go, oh, it just works. Well, at first you said it works perfectly well. It helps. It helps. <laughs> Those cats can be determined long distance aim, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> well, and for dogs, you know, here in North Texas, this is the first week of school. So you have the kids are gone. The dogs are, maybe there's some separation behaviors going on there. You know, I was in uh, Kansas City at the veterinary conference this week, walking down on the beautiful plaza down there, and here come two Great Danes, big Great Danes, 150-pound Great Danes. Nice and thin, though. I like that. And a little Chihuahua, Bella. She was five pounds, so 250-pound dogs, one five-pound dog. And the one dog, the dog had terrible skin problems, and I was telling her, she goes, you know, it's just a lot. It can kind of, you get so uncomfortable sometimes, it'll kind of mouth bite. And So here, here's a perfect example. I was talking to her about environmental allergies and skin issues and all kinds of issues of pain that could cause a dog to bite and to have that kind of aggression. It was just in such severe discomfort and pain. So we talked to her about getting that taken care of, and then we also talked about the fact that this dog is very bonded to her. And when she leaves, it it's actually gone through a window twice. Oh gosh! Through a window to get her, and we talked about you know separation anxiety being a real, you know, a real situation. And we have a dog at home that has separation anxiety. She's a little, and I'll come back to these Danes in a second. But her name is Cora, and she's a Pompey Carrier. We call her. she's Pomeranian Sharpay and Karen Terrier, one of those weird canine. Wow. <laughs> 
we call her Shoebacher or Melda Barcos because she <laughs> worked our shoes over like crazy. So old Melda Barcos, we started her on Reconcile, which is doggy Prozac. It's it's in a form that's really flavorable, so it's not you know fluoxetine or generic. Prozac is extremely bitter, but did a bond modification, which which you've done with pets, you know, where you desensitize them and right. <clears throat> no more drama and coming and going and take the keys and rattle them and put them away and they go start the car up and do all the things. But she's she's ninety five percent better with separation anxiety because of the bond modification. Now uh, she goes into her cage. You know, we throw treats in there from time to time. We spritz it liberally with uh, the pheromones, so she's got. Uh, the dactyl in there and, and feels like she's back with little mama and, and does really well. But this little great dame, I was telling her, uh, you know, one of the, the world's top veterinary behaviorists, Dr. Wayne Hunhausen's probably a mile from where she lives. Wow. Didn't know that there's help there. And I said, you know what, with, with some chemical crutches and some training and working with the trainer, you know, this can be a lot better, a lot better, not just for, for the dog, but for you, for this family that feels like they can't leave. And and so there's a perfect example right there where you said you can't separate behavior and medicine. They go hand in hand. You first got to look, does this pet, is it urinating because it has urine infection or is it urinating because it has anxiety or does it have both or is it the, nothing to do with the pet and everything to do with the owner misreading signals and, and confusing this pet? That's fascinating, and we're going to have to take a break here, but we're going to continue our conversation with Dr. Marty Becker after these messages from our sponsors. Okay, time to call off the dogs. Pet Peeves will be back with more biting topics right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. Introducing the new Brett Michaels Pets Rock Collection exclusively at PetSmart. I created it for the pets that rock your world. Shop the Brett Michaels Pets Rock Collection and celebrate PetSmart's 25th anniversary with up to 25% off thousands of items on the PetSmart site. Plus free shipping on orders of $49 or more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com. That's PetSmartDeal.com. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. Dyson. The new Dyson Animal Vacs are powerful bagless upright vacuums for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Vac, go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Vac today. Dyson. Music to your ears. Your groomer is going to hate me. Hi, I'm Allie McLennan. Join me for my Pet Life Radio show, Groom for Improvement. You're going to save time and money with these tips from my New York City grooming table. From product recommendations to do's and don'ts, I am going to hook you up. So just do me a favor and don't mention this to your groomer. Groom for Improvement on Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're foaming at the mouth to get back to pet peeves. So here's Amy with some more tail-tying, fur-flying fun. We're back again and speaking with Dr. Marty Becker about the Keep the Love Alive Behavior Express Tour, sponsored by SIVA Animal Health and the American College of Veterinary Behaviorists. 
Dr. Becker has lectured at every single vet school in the United States, and he's been named Companion Animal Veterinary of the Year by the Delta Society and by the AVMA. He practices, he says, when his schedule allows, at two veterinary hospitals in North Idaho because, as you can tell, he loves vet medicine, he loves pets, and he loves the people who care for him. Marty, I wanted to ask you, is everything we've talked about before, this is why you became involved in the Keep the Love Alive Behavior Express Tour. And tell us, what does the L-O-V-E acronym stand for? Well, love is leaning on veterinary expertise. Perfect. And we know, you know, I don't need to regurgitate the statistics, but you just know that most pets are, they don't meet a fate that's old age or they don't meet a fate that's medical or an accident. It's because of behavioral problems. And, and I can tell you, I've been a veteran for over 30 years, and I have never, not once still, had an owner come in and say, you know what, we had an incredible dog and cat, but we were lousy owners. So, you know, sadly, we're going to have to get rid of it. Never. It's always something, well, you know, we had the dog from hell, you know, the cat, the crazy cat, and we tried, but we just couldn't do it. It's never their fault that... Or we're moving, or that suddenly the kids after 12 years are allergic. Right. And you know, the one thing for, for you as a trainer, my daughter as a trainer, and this is the same for anybody who starts a weight loss program or anything else, 5% of the people complete things as directed. Most people don't do everything that they need to do to get over the behavioral problem. So I want to be part of something where it shines a light on on the villains of the veterinary profession to help, and whether it's helped directly through prescriptions or through you know behavior training or or passing somebody off to somebody in the area that is really knowledgeable. And I always got frustrated. There was a certain individual out there on TV that had this gift that one person has this gift to bend the minds and the will of, of dogs. When in reality, you know, there's ten thousand people across the United States that are trained and certified that have the ability to help people with problems with their dogs and cats and working in conjunction with their veterinarians. So And I think that's really key is as you said earlier, there are only a, a handful realistically of veterinary behaviorists in the world. So you may not have Dr. Wayne Hunthausen in your backyard or, you know, Dr. Karen Overall or, or somebody that you can consult with, but your home veterinarian may have the expertise directly themselves or be able to refer to, you know, I get veterinary referrals all the time, but I always tell my clients, when was the last time your cat or your dog saw the veterinarian? Tell me that your veterinarian has said your pet is healthy first and or is not healthy first, and we can work together to try to solve some of these issues. I had a cat the other day that came in because it was biting, and they thought, I practiced a vet last, uh, veterinarian last Tuesday, and this cat came in because it had been biting, and uh, they were you know, thinking about giving the cat up. Actually, probably were going to give the cat up. And when I did the exam, you know, I started to, you know, we did all the things for free. You know, they had the, they had the feel away, and the cat came in calm. Really, the the feel away really helped in there, and uh, it had come out on its own. So by the time I come in there, you know, it was pretty relaxed. And, and this is something interesting on Fear Free. Rather than going tip of the nose to the tip of the tail, we do the opposite with cats. Now. Yes. So you know, cats are both a prey and a predator, and when they're in the prey uh, mode, usually when something's around their head, they're about ready to get killed. So something's going to bite them on the back of the neck. So that's another thing. We don't give injections around the back of the neck anymore either. So right. Not like two fang teeth or one fang teeth coming in there to kill them. But so everything's going good. Everything's going good. Everything's going good. And I don't know a painful area. You know, if I know a painful area, like it's the right front shoulder, 
that's how deep the pain was. And uh, I just was talking to the staff members. You know, he went home the next day, and the cat was so, he was a per machine, you know, back because the pain was relieved, and both from getting the teeth out and, and being sent home on some medication. But, you know, instead of being put in a shelter for no known reason, now the cat's back home. Well, and all the time I get aging cats or cats that have been diagnosed with hyperthyroidism and they're being medically managed, but maybe still they're having trouble eating properly or old kitties with arthritis that suddenly they can't manage to get their legs in and out of the box. And so they're missing the box. So there's all kinds of things that that are hidden issues that you really need to kind of drill down with your veterinarian to figure out what's going on there. That gives people like me or like your daughter clues. Well, how can we manage it? Now we know what's at the root of it. How can we manage it? You know, what's funny, these things about older cats, it's so many things that happen as they get older with, like you mentioned, arthritis, they, they physically can't get up now the litter box and they, they uh, don't groom themselves as well. And there can be behavioral changes and there's all sorts of new things out now that are really helpful. These pheromones really help. I love the pheromones. I recommend the, uh, the feel away all the time. The comfort zone with DAP, I think they're calling it the Adaptil now. Is Adaptil is the, is the veterinary version. It's, it's stronger. Okay. I actually met the guy. I was at the American College of Veterinary Behaviors and met the gentleman that created those products, and I learned some stuff. Like that Dr. Paget, um, Paget. Yeah. Yeah, I've interviewed him. He's wonderful. Yeah, like the dog, the dog appeasing pheromone of the Adaptil. There's actually a line of sebaceous glands that goes right down the midline of the bitch, the female, between the nipples. I assumed it was going to be around the nipples, but it's right down the midline, and these sebaceous glands emit this uh, dog appeasing pheromone. It gets the strongest about three days after birth. When you see all these little images of those little dogs all lined up, the little puppies all lined up like a litter of pigs, you know, it looks like... Right at the milk bar. (laughs) At the milk bar. That's the best way to say it. They're just having a good old time. Well, that's because of this pheromone that that keeps them comfortable there and non-agitated, so they drink. And the crazy thing is it works throughout a dog's natural life adult life, excuse me, and so, you know, a spray of that stuff there, something in the room, is just like mama's around, and it really, really, really helps. It helps with thunderstorm phobias, I mean, all kinds of different fear-inducing stimuli can really help kind of take the edge off. And, and you know, one of the things we do is we often stack stack the treatments, like the pheromones is one of the first things I go to because it, it works, and it's safe, and it's easy. It's so, something that owners can do. Easy to do. And then, you know, sometimes we'll stack things and do uh, do the thunder shirt. We'll use an unscented dryer sheet and rub it on the trunk of their body lightly to reduce the static electricity. And then there's some, you know, very good veterinary drugs uh, ranging from Reconcile to Xanax, generic Xanax. We have one dog going back to the other canine cocktail, the 16-pound doorbells. The other one is Coyote. He's a uh, pork wawa. He's Pomeranian. Chihuahua and Yorkie, and boy, he has the worst noise phobias, and the only thing that'll work for him if it's thunderstorms or it's uh, Fourth of July or start a hunting season out where we live, the only thing that'll work is uh, Xanax, and man, it just works. If there's thunderstorms in the forecast, we give it to him, and if something, all of a sudden there's a you know crazy shot or out of the blue kind of bolt of lightning and the thunder hit, clap hits, we put him on Xanax, and it works in about 20 minutes, but it, it's amazing. If he doesn't have it, he just trembles salivates and yawns and it's like it's sad to watch but on Xanax be just happy camper and those things those are inexpensive really inexpensive but through the, you know working with your veterinarian you can solve so many of these things that people just think oh gosh the poor thing he's got to put up with it and it's something if you had your uh, 
Absolutely. And in fact, my little 14-year-old cat, uh, Saren, her uh, wellness check this past March, I believe it was, for the first time, we used the Kitty Thunder shirt, and it was marvelous. It was marvelous. She's one of those where you have about a 30-second window for the veterinarian to actually get his hands on her. She had the most wonderful exam experience, and in the past, she's had her blood work, all of that type of thing, were skewed results because she was so upset, so angry, so fearful. This time, not a problem. And we got the exam taken care of, figured out that she is in very early renal insufficiency. So she's on a therapeutic diet and is doing marvelous. Isn't that great for the, you know, Amy, we've known each other so long, we know where the dogs are buried, so to speak. <laughs> yes. Thing. You know, we've known each other a long time, and it's great to learn, you know, what you just described there. A few years ago, I'd see Thunder shirts advertised in the in-flight magazine. I think, this is dumb. I know. Yeah, yeah and they, how the heck can this work? But it does. And, like, I was telling these 500 people that were at my fear-free lecture, there's a product called Clipnosis for cats. Yes, yes. I used this on this tour, and I remember that I described that box that was like, and bouncing around with a feel away helped. And then some people wanted me to show how to give a pill, how to pill a cat on live TV, on a cat that's never been in a studio I've never met. And I'm telling you, between feel away, the pheromone, and clipnosis, I never failed to you know, just open that. And this clipnosis, just for the listeners, it, it's like it fits on the back of their neck, right where mama grabs a cat, a little kitten to pull it around, to, you know, carry it from nest to nest. And it just clips on there. It doesn't hurt. In fact, before I use it on a cat, I always put it on myself, and then I have the owner put it on their own arm before I put it on so they can see that it's not going to hurt. And clip that thing on. I'd open the cat's mouth. I'd give it a pill. I'd close it up, and then I'd tell you about the end of the segment. The phones would be lighting up in the Internet. You know, what is that thing? Where can I buy it? Where at? can you get it? Yes. And that leads to the question, where can people find the feel-away and the Adaptil? Of course, it's from the veterinarian, but comfort zone with DAP. Where can they find these? Uh, you get them through your veterinarian. And, and a lot of times, if you have a, a progressive veterinary practice, they're already using it there. So a lot of times you don't know. You can't smell it, but it's it's in there. And so these are available from your veterinarian. You can also ask your veterinarian if you want to purchase them online. There's a lot of new programs now like VetStreet.com where you can purchase at really competitive prices, but your local veterinarian still is in the loop. So all the purchases go into the medical records. You don't feel like, oh, gosh, I love my vet, but I don't want to pay too much, so I'm going to sneak around and buy this, but I hope they don't find out. Uh, now you can go through vetstreet.com with your veterinarian, and there it's a, still a really competitive price, but your veterinarian, he or she, is in the loop, and it's in the medical record. That's actually how I get the flea and the heartworm medication for my dog and cat is through Vet Street. And as uh, Marty says, all of the records are there, and you oftentimes you get it more quickly because, you know, my local veterinarian can't stock the world and have everything there all of the time. So it's really a very convenient way to do it. I'll tell you one thing about veterinarians before we close, too. You know, when I say my prayers every day, it's always the three Ps. I pray that, you know, my actions today and, you know, with this interview help that in the profession. What a noble profession. There's only a little over 60,000 of us, so we wouldn't even fill a, a, you know, one of the college stadiums in Texas. <laughs> There's not very many of us, and it's really typically uh, something that starts at an early age where you want to be a veterinarian or you want to work in a veterinary hospital, and it's really a labor of love. It is not financially lucrative for the average veterinarian, and it's amazing. I'll, I'll ask a large conference, as I did last week, how many of you have never missed a day of work in a career? And some of these careers are 40, 50, 60 years, and the sea of hands 
can you catch things early on before it causes unnecessary pain, expense, or worse? And there's so many things we can do to prevent problems from beginning with, you know, keeping our ideal body weight, daily oral care, you know, robust parasite control programs, and uh, those things are going to save you money without shortchanging the pet. Right, and we want our cats and our dogs to live all the lives that they've been given, and uh, that just blesses us with more furry love. Well, I wrote the, the Healing Power Pet, and we're going to do an update. The, the book came out exactly during 9-11, and Amy, with your 24 or 5 books, whatever you do, you know how sometimes it's a bad timing issue. I had the same situation. My cutting-edge pet care book came out the same time. Yeah, yeah here's this award-winning book that didn't do very well, written with a former New York Times reporter. and, and But we know, we know pets just don't make us feel good, that they're actually good for us. And the one thing that needs to be updated, so much of this stuff is how dogs help with increasing serum cholesterol and increasing survivability of heart attack, sniffing out cancer and improving children's IQ scores. But now we know a lot more about cats. And I think the one, the University of Minnesota Stroke Research Center, that shows if you have a cat, you're 40% less likely to have a heart attack or stroke, so a cardiovascular incident in your life. You know, this little granddaughter of mine, two and a half, she's been, uh, you know, day one with two pugs, Willie Bruce and a, <laughs> a cat, Nemo, and she's going to have less allergies, asthma, and eczema her entire life. And that newest study that just came out uh, probably a couple months ago, fewer ear problems, fewer doctor visits, fewer missed days of school, then they're actually going to live longer. So what a gift you could give my granddaughter or any child from an early age is this uh, really a gift of a better life through sharing your life with a pet. So think of this pet not as a animal like I did when I was a young boy on the family farm, not even a pet, not even a family member. This is a life support system cleverly disguised as a four-legged family member and one that you never come home and find its suitcases packed. You never come home <laughs> and note from the cat on the counter, I'm out of here, I found somebody else. It is so predictable and so needed in these topsy-turvy times when you could lose your job, you could lose your 401k, you could lose your home, but you'll never lose the unconditional love of a pet. I think that is the perfect note to close on. We are out of time, but I would like to thank Dr. Marty Becker and the producers for making Pet Peeves possible. Now, I dare you to join me next week for Pet Peeves on Pet Life Radio for the next installment of What Hisses You Off. Email me suggestions by dialing up PetLifeRadio.com and clicking on the Pet Peeves logo. And don't forget to subscribe to the free Pet Peeves newsletter available at shujai.com. Woofs and purrs until next time. And I hope your dog and cat are already well-adjusted and beloved members of the family. But if their manners need fine-tuning, check into getting your pet vet-checked and vet-helped with a behavior expert. After all, you don't want your dogs and cats to get peeved. That's it. You're madder than a junkyard dog, and you're not going to take it anymore. Your feathers are ruffled, your dander is up, and you've got a definite bone to pick. Join us each week on Pet Peeves, the show that lets you dig through the dirt and unleash your passion for pets. Your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Amy Shojai, will talk about what makes you howl and what hisses you off. Pet Peeves, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.